0: Hey, it's Tony Bruschi. When you're not enjoying the ghost stories here on this show, be sure to check out our true crime podcast called True Crime Today. Search it wherever you download podcasts. Myself, Carol Hughes, Stacey Cole, all discuss the latest in many true crime stories, dark, disturbing, and sometimes just plain crazy. Check it out, True Crime Today. Search and press subscribe wherever you download podcasts. Here's a preview of one of this week's episodes of True Crime Today. A 14-year-old Colorado girl is shot while she was making a TikTok video. A Wisconsin email claims he had sex with a jail supervisor twice. Find out what happens to the jail supervisor. And a 49-year-old man was given a 35-prison term for his persistent sexual assault of two minors. This is True Crime Today. Not
1: only a tragedy for the family.
0: It's Shot to death more than half a dozen times, likely with a shotgun by his own mother. True Crime Today. He then drove her body in her van about five miles away. Police say she put her newborn in a trash bag and threw the baby over an upstairs banister. A podcast that examines real stories in real time. Disturbing. He says she asked him to help her and her life true crime today starts now yep welcome to the program and another fine week of insanity uh if you uh, like the show be sure to press subscribe wherever you download podcasts leave us a review there on apple Podcasts or wherever you get them that uh, helps us grow in the rankings and lets other folks know that we exist and yeah what's going on with you carol
1: hey tony Hey. so i have a question for you because i'm not a parent and you are a Mm -hmm. parent yeah But did you read this or hear about this story coming out of Missouri about um, a school district letting um, okay corporal punishment Mm -hmm. so they could spank people's kids? But they can spank the kids if the parents say it's okay to spank my kid. And then the superintendent has to sign off on it. So I don't know if it's. Like, to me, spanking is kind of the same as beating a kid. I don't know totally the difference.
0: It's a little different. I just don't know that
1: I would want some grown man telling my child to bend over while I hit you on the bottom. Like
0: I I think kind of beyond um, little, little age where sometimes, you know, you need to... Teach them, you know, don't go to the stairway because you'll fall down. You know, but you have gates and stuff to prevent that. But there's just things that sometimes you have to do a little spank to get them to not kill themselves. Um, but that that piece of time isn't that long. And shortly after that, th- there can be more understanding and you don't have to physically, you know, harm the child. You're not really harming. You're just kind of waking them up uh, and you don't need to do that anymore. I, I I didn't spank. I barely spanked at all. It was just literally like that. Like, don't go there. Um, so you don't kill yourself. Um, and then there was no spanking like really beyond that. So when you get into like first grade, second grade, third grade, like I, that to me, I just, I, that never happened. I don't get it. Uh, so when you're in the school district, you're talking kindergarten, first, second, third, fourth. if you're still spanking kids at that age, um, I don't know. I guess I, I, so I don't know what to tell you. Every kid's different. Mine really kind of got it uh, earlier, um, but I, I I wouldn't go on with that, and I I don't endorse it. I don't think it's a great idea at all. How the fuck this thing got onto even a ballot of some sort to be considered in Missouri? What, what who who fucking brought this up to go? Hey, uh, let's consider this one.
1: Well, apparently they were having some problems with discipline. Mm -hmm. and they were concerned about student behavior. And so um, the superintendent said, we've had people actually thank us for it. Surprisingly, those on social media would probably be appalled to hear us say these things. But the majority of people that I've run into have been supportive.
0: Yeah, because they're probably also beating their kids at home, and that's why they're having behavioral issues at school. (laughs) So of course they're going to be for it.
1: You know... Like there's this one parent that says there are all different types of kids. Some people need a good butt whipping. I was one of them. I, to me, butt whipping is the same as beating a child. Yeah.
0: I think when you get to butt whipping it rather than just, I spanked?
1: And I don't know what the parameters would be because, okay. Yeah. You can, you can, anything you can beyond my, you hand. can hit my child. I, I just don't think it's no. a good idea to ever hit anybody. But no. I mean, if it's your kid, you know, but to me, if your kid is going into the classroom and doing these bad behaviors that are so bad that it's like, yeah, you know what? Take them in the office and hit him.
0: That's insane. so if they're
1: that bad, then you haven't done a good job of parenting your kid.
0: I, I'm just thinking that if this is going into an effect, Something's going to happen within that district where this is going to be done incorrectly and the district will get sued. And in turn, the state will get sued and a state that already is struggling to get by financially in terms of their education system will be even more depleted because of this asinine idea that we should spank the children at school. I'm sorry. I mean, it doesn't work anymore. You can't fucking do that.
1: And to me, there are so many different situations with kids. You know, there are a lot of reasons for bad behaviors yeah. and some of them can be autism. Sure. you know, It could be special needs. It could be ADHD. In, 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 it could be that the child has a horrific home life and is being yeah. abused at his home.
0: Let me say this. And I just drove through that town the other day and I'm going to take a wild guess here and behavioral issues probably have something to do with a good percentage of the kids parents being methed out just an assumption uh based on driving through the area oh, that bothers me so it's that's you know you, you have kids misbehaving because you have that sort of behavior I'm sure not everyone is like that but I, I lived in the area too honestly not very far from there uh and in the Branson area proper I'd say forty. 45% of the parents are probably on meth.
1: Like, Well, this lady here, um, Tess Walters, 54, she's the guardian of her eight year old granddaughter, which makes me wonder where the kids exactly. are. Exactly. Methed out. Um, had no qualms about signing the corporal punishment opt in papers. So if it's a like, well, we need to hit little Bobby. Can you see if grandma signed in the opt in pa- papers? She said the possibility of being spanked is a deterrent for her granddaughter who has a t- attention deficit slash hyperactivity disorder. Yeah,
0: let's hit him for that. <laughs> ah! She's, She's got other this.
1: issues.
0: Yes. So let's Payne will uh will uh, we'll correct that one. She
1: says <sighs> um, the grandma went on to say I've read some people's responses on Facebook recently and they're just going over the top like, Oh, this is abuse. And Oh, you're just going to threaten them with, you know, violence. And I'm like, what a child is getting spanked once. It's not beatings. People are just going crazy. They're just being ridiculous.
0: It's also not 1958. So I'm sorry.
1: But so do they have it in writing? Like, here's how we beat your kid. Like, we're going to have your kid go into this room.
0: I'm hoping the pants get to stay up. I'm guessing they don't go into great uh, judging by the fact that they're even fucking considering this. I can't imagine the waiver is that uh, bulletproof.
1: Yeah. I would just think that they also have to have some like, okay, we're going to hit your child one time with this wooden something. I don't know. Let's get
0: objects involved. Yeah
1: they got to hit your kid with something like, are you just going to hit him across the face with your hand? Are you hitting him on the backside? Are you hitting him that? I don't know, but it just bothers me. I wouldn't, man, if, if you went to the store and your kid was acting up and you're a Walmart and somebody came up and had your kid bend over and they hit him on the butt, like you would go off. Yeah. Cause they didn't sign opt-in papers. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you didn't sign my paper, (laughs) sir. Please come over here.
1: You need to fill out opt-in papers. You can't just come up and hit my kid. I did not opt in.
0: Here's the deal. I'll let you retroactively sign in and get one more hit after that, okay? So (laughs) just that seemed to
1: work on my kid.
0: Just follow me. We're going to go over here to the uh, cereal section. Guarantee there's going to be a spanking in there somewhere.
1: Because my parenting ain't so good. But, man, the way you just hit my kid out of the blue, that seemed to help. Let's
0: put another can of whoop-ass at him. Yeah. The thing is, I just think it's it, yeah. so
1: strange and it just makes me, you know, and even with good parenting, there's still kids with behavioral issues, mm-hmm. but so many times the behavioral issues are, uh, yeah, something else
0: they are. But I mean, a lot of it comes to parenting and these parents are not always the greatest, especially if drugs are involved. So it's just, it's psychotic. It, it does not make any fucking sense. How about just getting some counselors in there to help these kids figure out what the fuck is causing the behavioral issues, not just hitting them like a fucking wild animal.
1: Oh, and they probably have like what one school psychologist in yeah. the entire county. Yeah. We
0: uh, we don't believe in that uh, that psychology mumbo jumbo. It's uh, witchcraft. You know, sign
1: this opt-in paper. We'll take care hey, of your kids. Like I said,
0: I had a kid in the district right next to this one. Uh, and I'll tell you what, fucking parents at that thing, number 1, you go to any school event, you better bring a fucking nose plug. Uh, it was the smelliest excursion I've ever gone on in my fucking life. Walking through a Branson public school, uh it was disgusting. The BO was out of fucking control. And and then just the the people. I mean, again, like I said, probably 30-40% active meth users maybe another 20% dabble in it. And the rest of us are kind of there. <laughs> and, and we're all like, we kind of make eye contact throughout the, uh, the school event. Like, Oh, you're one of the normals. You're one of the ones that, that, <laughs> uh, that, uh, not going to fucking destroy their child. And everybody's kind of like, why are we here? Why are we sending our children to this thing? And, and then slowly they all, all the normal healthy ones disappear. And by the end of the year, if you're still there, uh, which we were for one year, cause we didn't know what was all going on. Uh, it's just, you're the, la- you're like the last one standing amongst the fucking river of zombies. And it's, it's the walking dead at, uh, at that point. And you feel oh. horrible for these kids. Cause this is like, like, I, you, I just want to scream. Cause it's like, what the fuck? These kids were just all, you could, you could do a random drug test in this room. And most of these people will fucking fail. And they're, they have access to their kids and they can take them anywhere and drive them anywhere and we're saying this is A-OK, okay, even though, like, the fucking red alarms are going off all around you. It was just sickening. So judging by that district, I can't imagine this one's that different. In fact, it's probably a little bit worth- worse because it's a little bit further out into the countryside. And that's where meth gets and all the other shit gets even more fucking bad in that part of the country. Yeah. Which is not it's far from bad. where I am now. But, yeah, it's uh, it's like an hour from here. It's uh it's fucked up. Yeah. So that's uh that's a fun one. Well, uh here we go. A fourteen year old girl was shot and murdered while making a TikTok video. Three persons, including two minors, have been arrested in connection with her killing. The Monte Vista Police Department reports that at 3 30 PM on August seventh, officers responded to a shooting call. In the three hundred block of Monroe Street, located a young female victim suffering from gunshot wounds. So when emergency medical services arrived, they pronounced her dead. Mount Vista Police Department stated on August 11th that detectives had arrested two female adolescents for reckless manslaughter and possession of a weapon by juveniles. Another male, 21-year-old Emilio Vargas, was arrested on charges of providing or allowing a minor to possess a pistol and failing to comply with a law regarding the secure storage of firearms. It's been said that he was the owner of the pistol used in the fatal shoot, but was not there at the time. The affidavit states that the cops discovered the woman on the floor with blood and other fluid gushing out of her head. Police then reportedly discovered a pistol in a separate bedroom. The house where uh, the shooting took place speculated that one of the two teens had hidden the weapon there after the incident. According to reports of August, another minor shared the Monroe Street residence with his grandmother. A minor was informed that the juveniles were handling the gun and recording movies on TikTok, according to one of the two Responding cops, officers were told by one of the miners that they removed the clip and it simply occurred in the affidavit. It stated that because no exit wound was discovered, the bullet remains in the skull of the victim. Investigation states that Vargas routinely allows one of the miners to use his gun, which he leaves visible and unlocked in a top shelf because he trusts them. Teenager um. Aliyah Salazar, 14, was named as the victim of By KUSA TV, she had just become a teenager and was so excited to attend her freshman year of high school. As the obituary puts it, Aaliyah had a number of pets, including three dogs, a cat, a turtle, and a few hamsters, for which she was a proud mama. She knew she was going to be famous one day because of her interest in creating TikTok videos. KUSA reports that some of Aaliyah's relatives think the gunshot was on purpose. The Colorado State Attorney's Office is apparently in charge of the investigation. Well, that'll be a fun family get together when some of them thinks it's on purpose and others are like, fuck no. But I don't know. You don't know. I wonder why they feel that.
1: But bad. what about so the person whose gun it was, go back to that. Was that the a parent? Uh
0: that, I, I, that it,
1: left it unlocked because it was someone trusted?
0: someone in the house. I don't know if it was a parent or an uncle. Seems like there are a lot of people residing in that residence. Uh and I'm wondering what the... So those people should be charged? 100%. That's the fucking point of the law. Um, you should be charged as the murderer if if you left that thing out for someone to get. Because there's that...
1: his um, parents, yeah. their kid, they bought him the gun. He took it and shot people. I don't remember if it was... I think it was a school shooting. But they're being charged because they shouldn't have bought the kid a gun.
0: Was he younger than 18, which was, yes, yeah, that's insane. Now, if you are going to get your child a gun for hunting or something, then guess what? The rest of the year when he's not using it for hunting, it's locked away with you. And, and, and most, and, and most people, people do that. Most, who, most people do that.
1: And most people who they hunt, um, yeah. I'm not a hunter, but a lot of people around here are, um, why but yeah. there's yeah. this whole going through like like remember when we worked at the radio station they had this hunt, uh, hunters education clinic mm-hmm. that you have to go to so you learn how to properly handle a gun and how to act yeah. with your gun and how to walk outside with your gun and and it's all about being safe and so a lot of families that hunt that's really 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 important to them sure. is to teach the child how to handle the gun yeah you know, that's they don't just go, oh, it's your birthday. Here's your gun. Now go shoot a deer.
0: No, it's okay. We're going to take it with us. And, and they're responsible about it. But the thing is, that's why these sort of things don't typically happen in those sort of families. Um, this is more so, here we are in this sort of a setting. They're playing with a gun on TikTok. Why the kid even has a fucking gun if for this sort of situation doesn't make any sense. Uh, and, yeah, you pl- go ahead. Check it out. I trust you're a fucking idiot and you should be going wow. to jail for the rest of your life as well. You know,
1: cause you might have the most trustworthy niece or nephew or son or daughter, but you know, sometimes these kids turn into different kids when they get other kids around. Oh
0: Yes. And for the love you of know? God, just think about your own liability. If nothing else, if you, if you're like, if someone dies, uh, but think about, okay, if someone dies, it's, it's on me. That that yeah. should be enough of like, of course you should feel for all the other things, but it's on you. But this child is dead. Yes.
1: You know, it's like, how could you live with yourself? I don't know. Like, and, and, I don't and, know how you could. Well, honestly,
0: the sad part is in a lot of these areas where things like this happen, there's so much death and there's so much shootings and there's so many accidental things like this happen all the time that it you know, it did it, it happen. It just becomes so normalized. It becomes so sad and, and you'd become desensitized to it. And you almost just expect be- that another person in your family is going to die from some sort of gun related accident because it's already happened to three others. And it's, it's that the atmosphere and that life. And it, it's so sad that, you know, that becomes the normal and, and then you, I mean, at the same point, then you also understand the cycle here going why one would have guns everywhere when everyone's being shot by guns everywhere. It's for your own safety and self-defense. But then, unfortunately, shit like this does happen, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, when you're living in a, I mean, fuck, if I lived in a war zone, you know, like that in some of these cities, I'd be fucking armed up, too. <laughs> it's like, there's, I mean, I would be very not letting my daughter near it. But yeah, you almost have to be. I mean, otherwise, you it's yeah you there's been no option. A uh, Wisconsin inmate claims he had sex with a jail supervisor twice. Well, that's an interesting claim to make. A prison administrator, age 37, was arrested and charged with having a sexual relationship with an inmate. The Racine County Sheriff's Office received information concerning a possible relationship between Racine Correctional Institute supervisor. Uh, Jacqueline Height and an inmate on August 24th, according to the press release. It's been reported that investigators seized Height's cell phone and undercovered ev- uncovered evidence, including photos and messages, to back up the accusations. According to the sheriff's office, the claimed romance started in April and lasted until August 4th. The detainee allegedly informed investigators that they had sex in Hint's office several times a week. According to the sheriff's office, the two engaged in sexual intercourse at least 20 times, but less than 40. As well as having sexual relations through intercourse, the two allegedly engaged uh, in other sexual activities. The sheriff's office claims that Height was interviewed on August 25th but rejected the allegations. After being shown the phone evidence, the sheriff's office said she changed her manner and stopped responding to questions. Reportedly, Height was taken into custody, charged with second-degree sexual assault by correctional employees, misconduct in public service, and delivery of illicit materials to a prisoner. She has a bond set. It's slightly over 1.1 million and is still being held at the Racine County Jail. Racine on the map, kids, Milwaukee area. Thoughts on all that. So
1: there was, they showed her like, so they go to her and they go, so you're having sex with an inmate. I am not. not." No. And they're like, yeah, look here. Oh, (laughs) like
0: that. Is that, that is that how my that ass me. looks. Is that how my ass looks next to I'm the not that machine? Fat. That's not my ass. Oh my God, it's my ass. No, um, <laughs> that's not how that went. Uh, I guess so. I guess you kind of had like some strong evidence pointing to this being a real thing. And, uh,
1: man, I just think that shit happens all the time. And, and there are cameras everywhere, I would think, in a prison.
0: Well,
1: it's a, when you just, I mean, you can't even walk through a mall without yeah. you can't go anywhere ride your bike and it's like she was she drove past this house and now she's <laughs> going past this house because the cops go oh, yeah. and find the ring doorbell videos I from walk, everybody i walk
0: around my yard and i'm on camera and i my, my right? phone keeps like vibrating i'm like is somebody calling me oh no it's just the car the camera in the garden i don't know why i have a camera in the garden but there's a camera in the garden I guess it's to catch the the bees when they're trying to steal shit or the the birds that come and eat the berries. I have them on camera so I can go, see, I caught you. Stop eating the fucking raspberries.
1: But it's an adorable video and I hope it goes viral.
0: Exactly. So it's a two for one.
1: Exactly. But but you're in a freaking prison. There's got to be cameras everywhere. Yeah. Is this? And even if you pulled him into a stairwell somehow, because then you got to get past, you know, alarms and shit. So, you know, and, and nobody else can see you doing this.
0: Is the so inmate. So you have
1: to think about it.
0: Does the inmate get in trouble for this or is he looked at as the victim?
1: <laughs> I would think they would both get in trouble because he's not supposed to have sex with her.
0: Yeah. But if she's like the authority figure and telling him to come out over here and. I don't know. And
1: they're like, and he's like, dude, you'd have done the same thing. Like I haven't had sex with a woman for a
0: really long time. Yeah. And if you're, I mean, if the authority figure is telling you that wouldn't you be kind of afraid that there could be repercussions against you, if you refused,
1: I would think that actually would be a very real possibility.
0: Yeah. No. Like this is, this is reverse pressure, uh, in this sort of a thing, uh, where we see it, you know, with a lot of times men doing it, this would be the other way around.
1: That's just crazy.
0: Yeah. Wow. Well, there you go. I wonder if uh, everyone else around him is giving high fives or if they're like, you got caught. I don't know. I, uh...
1: I imagine he's in trouble. Yeah. I mean, good Lord, all the things in prison, you know, all the rules that would be breaking a big one, I would assume.
0: Yeah, you would, you would think so. A 49-year-old man was given a a 35-year prison term for his persistent sexual assault of two minors. The Collin County District Attorney's Office alleges that Mark Jones, who had unrestricted access to two children aged 10 and 14 for a number of years, sexually molested them. Apparently, the victim penned a letter to God describing the abuse, and one of her parents later discovered the letter and informed the authorities. The district attorney's office claims that the note's discovery led to the identification of a second young victim. It's been stated that both youngsters were interviewed by authorities and disclosed the existence of abuse. The district attorney's office stated on August 29th that Jones was sentenced to 35 years in jail without parole for his long history of child sexual abuse. Greg Willis, the district attorney for Collin County, made the following statement. When every one child is victim or when even one child is victimized, by a sexual predator over a long period of time, it's a tragedy for the entire community. It's unthinkable, and this pervert sexually harmed not one, but two young children. So, uh, bravo for getting him caught. I'm I, I'm curious as to how he had access. Was it like a family member or what? I don't. I you didn't, know, didn't really people get into like
1: that. that are pretty good about like just weren't. Like getting in the somebody's life somehow, even like it could be an uncle, and it's like I'll watch the kids while you go to the store. Oh yeah, or you know, and the ones that really bothers me. um, If I was a single parent, I w- I would find it so hard to date, or I would date for a really long time before I'd ever leave my kids with anybody.
0: Yeah, yeah, you definitely, know?
1: yeah. I just, uh, just because of stories like this.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent.
1: I'm a trusting person. I really am, but when I hear this kind of shit, I'm not so trusting anymore.
0: No, and I, I as as someone who has you know been here in the dating world again too, um, yeah, I mean. It, it, I, without a doubt, that's what you do. You don't just immediately like, yeah, let's all, you know, trust everybody. You just, you really got to get a feel and, and it takes some time, but you know, once you're there, it's good, but it's just scary with these, these situations. Cause most of the cases where a child is molested or abused by someone, it usually is like a family member or somebody that knows them Mm -hmm. because that's how the trust is there. Because it exists, and why would that person do anything to harm me? This must be something I just don't know about, especially if you're really young. Um, and that's how this sort and of shit people goes also
1: on. have a way of making the child feel like, and if you tell anybody, yeah, they're going to die, and it's all your fault. Yeah, or yeah. they guilt the kid into thinking these horrible things, and the manipulation is just horrific. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm glad they caught him. Congratulations. Thank God! God. Uh, Grandpa believed to have uh, punched his daughter's fiance after he exposed himself to the child who was oh. then five years old at their home. After reportedly exposing himself to a five-year-old girl, a 22-year-old man was arrested last week on multiple offenses, including attempted rape. Attempted rape of a child, indecent assault, unlawful contact with a juvenile, corruption of minors, and indecent exposure among the charges for Aaron uh, Cunningham. Who was detained on August 24th by police in the Middletown Borough Police Department uh, at the Pineford Apartments? His bond was set at $150,000 and he was put into the Daffoon County Prison. Penn Live reports that Cahoon and the girl were in the girl's bedroom, playroom, at the time of the alleged incident. There are rumors that the girl's grandfather felt it strange to see his granddaughter sitting on Cunningham's lap, but he nonetheless left the room. When the victim's grandfather returned to check on him and Cunning, he allegedly found. Cunningham with his pants down and his genitalia oh. exposed. Oh my God. It was also said that the girl oh was. God. It was also said that the girl was barefoot and pantsless. It's been stated that the grandfather yelled, punched, and phoned the police on Cunningham. Police say Cunningham told them simply, "The thought occurred to me. I went in and out of the arguments with myself. Feelings of numbness pervaded me. I sat there thinking while holding." When questioning further about the nature of it, he allegedly revealed that he was referring to his privates. According to the Center Daily Times, which also relies on court documents, Cunningham is accused of saying that he was fighting himself whether or not to have sex with the victim. The Center Daily Times reports that the girl said this happened four other times, although Cunningham Cunningham denied it. He reportedly proposed to the granddaughter of the father. (laughs) So, newly engaged, and there he is in the house, exposing himself to a young child.
1: Oh, my God, which is what we were just talking about, how yeah. you can't trust anybody. God. And how long would that should have gone on had he not caught him?
0: Although, I do have to say this. You know, when you see the pictures of these people, and you read their quotes, and some of the shit that they say, I have to look at this and go, there weren't any red flags. Anybody, I mean, I think there might've been a couple red flags here and there that somebody should have noticed. I don't know. I mean, I think a lot of us could look at it, you know, and you know, Sunday or Monday morning quarterback and go, well, this and that, but I don't know some of this shit. It's like, yeah, look at the type of people you're, you're getting engaged to bringing into your life, bringing around your kids. There's no red flags. Really? I know some people there's not. Some people are super sly and creepy as fuck that can get away with that. But I think a lot of these people have so many weird tendencies and red flags that I don't know how a lot of folks miss them, uh, in, in some cases.
1: It just makes me sick.
0: No, yeah, completely. Now it's, uh, it's creepy as fuck. I, that, that's what gets me. Cause there, there's plenty of people over the years that I've worked with, um, or, you know, just kind of knew, through growing up and just, you know, going to high school and hearing, you know, seeing tons and tons of people. And you kind of profile a little bit and you're like, oh, this person's gonna do this someday in life. This person's gonna do that someday in life. And it's not based on race or anything. It's just based on like their performance in school and their their demeanor. And I don't know. I, I've always been able to call out those type of folks out pretty well, including ones that I've worked with uh, and eventually got fired. But there's been a couple where I had no fucking clue and they were just like, so I get it. There's a, there's a lot of times where you do not fucking know and they hide it well. And those are the scariest. That's what's scary.
1: Well, and this is scary too, that it had gone on and I believe the kid that it had happened
0: before. I believe it. Why would they say, it? yeah, they're not just going to dig in more. Like, no, they're just telling what happened. And if you're going to do this, I'm guessing if you got to that point, it's not a first time that you're doing it. And at, what the fuck is wrong with you? I mean, number one, doing that. But is there like some sort of thrill in doing that with the risk of being caught by your uh, f- potential father-in-law and your girlfriend or fiance? I mean, what the fuck? I don't know. I, th- he's lucky he didn't get killed, quite honestly. Because I don't again. I've gone down that road before when we talk about these horrible human beings. If I was the the grandfather and I saw him doing this to like my granddaughter, he'd be fucking dead. I don't think the police it wouldn't end well. I mean, I'd get in a little bit of trouble. I think. But my God, well there you go. Another fun episode of true crime today. If you like the show, be sure to press subscribe wherever you download podcasts. Leave us a review there on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you listen to us on. We do greatly appreciate that. Until next time, for all of us here at True Crime Today, I'm Tony Bruski. Thanks for listening. True Crime Today. Press subscribe wherever you download podcasts so you don't miss any of our full episodes, breaking news updates, and daily briefs from True Crime Today.